0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you listen to this today after Strickland Podcast Network, I am Sam. I am joined by Tyrese. Knicks win 118 109 versus the shorthanded Washington Wizards. Bringing our record to 46 and 33 and clinching the Knicks, a top six playoff spot. Yes, the Knicks are back in the playoffs. Finally, don't have to worry about the plan. That is a relief. Not for um, Atlanta,
1: That's for Miami.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's for Chicago. Yeah. Max,
1: that's for
0: Toronto. Toronto. Not for the Knicks, though. Not for the Knicks. <sighs> Got my Knicks shirt on, Knicks playoff shirt from 2021. You know, we're getting right in the spirit of it. Four Knicks in 20, four Knicks scored 20 points. Um, first time that's been done since 2018. The the, bomb fours- squad? the foursome of Knox, Moody, <laughs> Nocton, and I forgot the fourth guy that that had 20. Dennis, that Smith. Game. Dennis Smith. And Dennis Smith. Yeah, I mean. That just that just tells you all you need to know about the Knicks franchise. But um yeah, it was it was great to see the Knicks um the young guys really step in, um, play some meaningful minutes in this game. Um, you had Grimes and Obi that played almost like basically the whole entire second half. <clears throat> Grimes and Brunson led the way with 27 apiece, quickly with 22, and Obi Toppin with 21. He he there was some concern after his his first stint in the first half. He he only um, ended the first half with about like nine minutes, I think it was, and people were concerned. Um, it was, it was mainly, I think, due to like the way the Wizards were targeting him, um, and picking roles and whatnot. But that didn't matter in the second half because they'll be start to hit shots, and then he was just making the right plays. And yeah, it was just a great overall game. Um, and it's great momentum for a lot of these guys going into the playoffs because, like, when Julius and RJ are both back i mean most of these guys are going to have reduced roles um especially obi obi's going to have a, a reduced role by default um but for him to get this momentum going into the playoffs i think this is great for him um if he can continue this this type of play with less minutes um and maybe he can maybe he can even dispel Randall for you know some um, for some stretches, especially in the first those first couple playoff games, we know he'll be a little bit maybe um, rusty or whatnot from being out this long. But it's just great to see Obi get some minutes and produce. Twenty one points, one rebound, four assists, two steals, and a nice block on I forgot one of those randoms on the Wizards. They had a bunch of randoms out there. Um, Three of eight from three, including a huge deep um, three pointer. Um, after a dish from Brunson. Um, but yeah, it's just good to see him playing out there with confidence. And you know, he just he he said it last year. He said it last year. I think it was like around the time they were playing the Wizards last year. He said, you know, when he gets to like play more, he he gets more confident. So, you know, hoping that he can bring that confidence with him as well when the minutes are reduced, because that is what's gonna happen once Julius is back. But it was great to see Obi play well in a win at MSG. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I mean, when Obi-Toppin plays well, it's a good day. Um, can't really complain. Again, hyper efficient as usual when he plays extended um, starter minutes. The force is for really telling as well. I feel like he was like doing a lot of his processing, his typical processing, his typical quick arm um, passes, his ability to find guys on the cut. There was one cut especially where like I think um he's like in the mid post, and I think he gets it from Hardenstein posting up, cutting, passing. And then he gets it on a cut. He posts up and he passes to Grimes. The Grimes is like able to finish it off. So it's like the increased um, processing and the increased ball movement realistically when this team has OB top and flowing like that is noticeable. Like you can tell that like, he feels confident in those minutes. And when Josh Hart came out, he basically knew that like I was playing, he was he knew he was playing the inside second half at that point. Um, Cause Evan Fournier did not deserve to touch the court uh it was rough my man looked like he hadn't played in two months i can't blame him
0: but um at least he's tried it like yeah. he tried the minutes and then he saw it wasn't working so he just went away from it completely i will not complain there that's exactly what we want to see him him do so yeah
1: yeah so Obi top and being able to like feel empowered in that role you can see more facets of his game that i feel like we we're not able to see because lord knows why uh but ultimately great game from Obi Toppin. Really good to see him do stuff defensively, especially. He was very active defensively, flying around, um, being able to contest shots, get in passing lanes because his length, using his mince man. Really positive from him. Um can't say can't say much more about him. He just had a great, great great game.
0: Yeah, he had a great game. Um and you know, as everyone in the comments will probably say, you know, they probably expected this um you know it's just expected of obt to perform well um let's go to some other guys in this box score i think grimes is one worthy of talking about as well 27 points two rebounds five assists nine of 17 from the field six of 11 from three three of four from the free throw line um just another great grimes has put together like a really great stretch heading into the playoffs. Like, what is this? Like five, six straight games of like really great play on both ends. And five, like
1: I think five games of twenty plus and then six games of over fourteen. Cause he had fourteen against. I think it was Miami. Otherwise, he's been on a heater. Like
0: Yeah. And think, like if this is the grimes that we get in the playoffs, then
1: whew. like I what? think I think we knew this was in there. Um, just him being a really good shooter. We always knew that that was capable. He was capable of doing that, like... So I'm not surprised about the shooting aspect of it. I will say the playmaking has really popped. Like, he actually won, like, hook pass to, like, Hardenstein, who, like, flopped the... um He fucked up the... the floater, but, like, otherwise, it was a really nice pass. Like, he is just so dynamic. Able to do things on the ball, off the ball. I just... Man, he's so good. Like he's just so good. Like he is, and we got it for pick 25, man. Like he's just so good at the game. And again, six threes. I think he's had three threes in six straight games, which again is nuts. So like you're just seeing him do a bit of everything. You're seeing him be a massive plus on the court. I feel like this increased role really makes a lot of sense for him. I feel like he's able to flash a lot of this game and we knew the passing was there because we knew at Kansas he was brought in to be the point guard and he wasn't able to really be that point guard, but you knew that ultimately he had those skills of processing and passing, and now it's just like great defender, really good offensive player who could just do a bunch of different things, and it's just like that dynamicism, again, I keep, I'm going to keep saying that word a lot because a lot of these players in the Knicks right now are just so dynamic because they're able to do so many different things, but like, you cannot say more about Quinn Grimes, man. he's just been, he's been on a heater, we need him to be the level player, and he's been that and then some, especially during the stretch.
0: Yeah, and if he's providing this level of shot making, um, as well with his typical point of attack defense, um, that playoff matchup is going to go really well for him and for the Knicks in general. Um, and he he served as a great release valve um, for for the Knicks um, today, especially because with the lack of um, ball handlers the Wizards, they were trapping heavy early and often, um, versus Brunson and, and quickly trying to get the ball out of their hands. Um, so, you know, it was great to see, you know, Grimes and Obi be good release valves. You see Grimes finish with five assists. You see Obi finish with four assists. So, you know, those type of guys that are able to just be release valves, be able to, you know, make plays quickly, um, off those, off those traps, just, just great stuff. Um, and, you know, that's type, that's type of coverage that the Knicks are the Knicks guards are going to see in the playoffs, too. Like they're going to be trapping Brunson. They're going to be trapping quickly when those guys are out there. So, you know, it's good to see what the Knicks are able to do in those situations. And, you know, this is something that I think this team struggled with a lot more earlier in the year. Um, and as as time has gone by the t- season, the team has like adjusted. Um, granted, it's versus like the Wizards randoms, but it's still good to see them be able to, you know, handle that. Because like at one point in this game, it seemed like the Wizards randoms were going to like really like run us out the building. Like you had Kendrick Nunn shooting all these threes. Yeah. You, you have Taj Gibson. What do you, what do you hit? Like five threes tonight or something? He like hit four about? threes, man. And, four I threes? Enjoyed every, and I Don't lie. You did it. You did it. I did not do it because he's you not were, on our team. You were capping your ass. I, by the way. I laughed at the threes. I laughed at like two of that them. Was, then that after was like cool. the first, after the first two, I was like, all right, let's, let's relax. Let's. That was
1: quality it. content to me. I knew they were going to win the game. So anything that Taj Gibson did, I was sharing
0: for it. Like he was still on the team. They need Corey Kispert going off for like 29 points. That's just um, Corey Kispert. Yeah, that is. I mean, they had nobody literally. So like yeah. someone had to score for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just great to see the Knicks, you know, handle business at home. Um, so we talked about, we talked about Toppin, talked about Grimes. Let's talk about the backcourt of Brunson and Quickly. Yeah. Um, it's always interesting to see these two play together because like, they're able to just like play off each other. So well, like they can both be, they can both handle the ball. They can both be off ball. So like you can like mix up the way that you're doing things with them. Um, Brunson, 27, three, eight assists, three steals, 11 of 20 from the field only hit one, three quickly, 22, six and five with three steals, eight of 18 from the field, three of six from three. Um, just overall great stuff from them. I will say, I mean, a lot of people are going to complain about IQ's tunnel vision in transition because um, he he does, he he had, he, he, there was a lot of um takes today that a lot of people were like, oh, he's not, uh, Marjay's not the only one that like takes on like three people in transition. It was like, well, for, for me, it's like, well, quickly, he's like, you know, he, he makes it more often than he doesn't. And even if yeah. he doesn't make it, it's just like, he's getting fouls. He's getting to the free throw line. He's in his free throws. And even then, he's still someone that gets back in transition defense and guards his ass off. So, you know, you'll take you'll take those lumps, but, you know, six-man-of-the-year trophy still on the way despite the, what is it, 18 starts or whatever it is. Um, screw all the people that, you know, are crying on Twitter about him starting games. Well, you know, he plays that well as a starter and he's, playing, he's coming off the bench. I think he deserves six-man-of-the-year. Um, but, yeah, it was just, you know, great to see this backcourt play together too because I feel like... Um, this is something that they'll probably explore a lot more in the playoffs, too, you know, um, depending on um, the matchups and, you know, staggering, um, all that good stuff. Um, so we'll probably see this pairing a lot more. And, you know, they play off each other so well. So,
1: yeah, um, his odds went down to minus 550 today. So really, really rough loss. Um, might be in doubt. Not sure. But I don't know, man, Brunson. is... Ugh. Broth is making a run, dude. Broth is making a run. He's old, he's plus 359, man. It's moving up. But uh, I'm joking, obviously. But yeah, like, just a really regular game from Quickly. Kind of just like, oh, he hit, he did all the boring stuff correctly. He passed the ball. He made his shots. He played really good defense. Like, it kind of feels like there's not much to say about Quickly because he's just so monotone. Good game. Good game. Good game. Really good game. And then once in a while, he might have like a bad game. But, like, he's still giving to you defensively. He's still able to do a bunch of different things as a player, even when the shot's not going in. And when the shot is going in, And like, when he starts, he's a 20-point-per-game guy. Like, I think that's fairly obvious at this point. Like, he's a 20-point-per-game guy and like, 58, 59 true shooting, which is, like, really good. And that's a legitimate starter. That's, like, a low-level all-star, honestly. So, like, yeah, man, just – there's not really much to say about quickly because it's just, like, well – This is what quickly does. This is who he is. And he's called six manual for a reason.
0: Yeah. Um, Brunson, of course, doing Jalen Brunson things, you know, coming off that 48 point game, finishing with 27 this game, um, really making things shake in the paint. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's like regular day in the office for jalen brunson like we've come to the point where the knicks have two point guards are like "Eh," you know casually they're like you know 27 8 22 and 5 Eh, regular old game um and we pray for this by the way
1: because like we was hyping up dennis smith jr as the future point guard of the new york knicks like we could go down the list we had ray felton Pablo Prugioni, Jason Kidd. They were solid. They were solid. but then we had like the Udriges Udriches and Jose Calderones. Brandon
0: Jennings, the Shane Larkins.
1: Uh, The he who shall not be named in this podcast anymore. You know who I'm talking about. Oh. Um, We're not saying his name anymore. We're not saying his name anymore, man. We're we're ridding ourselves the 2021 playoffs. Never happened. He never played those games. But to now be in the point where it's like, oh, we have two legitimate point guards and honestly, if Deuce like, kind of finds himself, he could be three. Um, it's a really good step up for the franchise and a really a really big sign of how things have changed. Also, swear to God, that game goes to two overtime.
0: I'm actually going to be heated. <laughs> it's, By the way, people that are listening or watching, <laughs> we are also watching the Mavs versus Hawks game. As, as everyone knows, the Knicks own the Mavs pick. It is top 10 protected. Um, the Mavs have been shitting themselves recently versus any type of competition. Doesn't matter if the team's good or bad, the Mavericks just suck. Um, so we're watching. We're very we're heavily invested because the game is in overtime after a wild ending to regulation. Um, as every JaVale Knicks McGee, fan is probably JaVale watching. McGee sold his ass off. I mean, it's McGee. I don't know what people were expecting. Three-time like, champion. You tell me you can't hit free throws? They they weren't. He wasn't on the free throw line for them championships. Oh my God! Speaking of big men, Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein once again doing their thing in the paint. Um, it's it's so great that like our center rotation, we just have to play our, like our centers about like twenty two minutes apiece, and like that's pretty like okay at that point. Like Mitch had to score. Mitch played twenty six minutes tonight, eight points, eleven rebounds, four assists, four yeah. assists for Mitch. Wow, he was cooking. He that's that a nice
1: pass. Like, that pass oh, off Brunson, the dribble. Right? Yep, pass off the dribble where, like, he hit... Yeah, I think it was Jalen Brunson in the corner.
0: hmm
1: And then, like, just off the dribble, you're thinking, like, he could have taken it to the rim, and then he just passes it out, and then starts hanging back on defense because he, he knew he made that shit. Like, yeah, man. Like, the Knicks doing stuff with their centers in the short roll is huge because you know that they're... Again, like you said, they're going to be trapping a lot. So when the Knicks set that screen, and I feel like the Knicks... Center's screening has been really good this season. Like, all season, I feel like has been really good as well. So, like, set that hard screen, be able to um, use the big man as being, um, as like release valves, and being able to play make off of that. Like, that'll be huge for this team. And the fact that they're able to get that production from their centers, like, six assists from your center is not insignificant at all. Um, that's a really good sign, especially for Mitch as well, because, you know, you figure that Mitch is going to be eating up a lot of these minutes, especially because, like, uh, Mobley and Allen. So him being able to make those reads, even if they're simple, like, is huge and really, really promising for what this team wants to do in the playoffs. Isaiah and Isaiah Hartenstein, just solid as always. Well, solid for the last, like, I think, four months now. So, Mm -hmm. like... Great game from him. Um he was just getting it after it, both him and Mitch. Yeah, man, just really good game. So I didn't even feel like Mitch had a bad game, but Hardenstein was just so good in that like third quarter that like he just kept rolling with him. And I think that's a really good thing to have where it's just like even if Mitch is only playing like 25 minutes a night, you know it's because Hardenstein's having such a good game. So
0: Yeah. Um, Are but... you kidding, dude? <laughs> Mitch also had two steals and one one block um so yeah shout out to mitch doing his thing and it's good that we don't have to like s- expand him so many minutes um hartenstein nine eight and two two steals one block um had a had a couple nice and ones late in that fourth quarter when the game was already away um i feel like those are plays that he wouldn't have made earlier in the year like he probably would have, like lost the ball or something going up um so you know it's just, it's just great to see um I was going to say something until I just saw what happened in the Hawks game. And I just lost my train of thought, but, um, Joe,
1: the team is so buds, man. I cannot believe it. I'm so freaking (laughs) pissed. Like, are you kidding me? You have two all-star and all NBA level talents. And you guys are, cannot win a game. You guys are the 10th seed. Do you not have
0: any 11th seed? I think. I'm
1: sorry. They're 10th. in the, no shame, no embarrassment, no sense of self, no sense of like, I don't know. We're supposed to be a good team. Y'all can't rebound. Y'all can't defend. Y'all had Luka Dodgers out there going oh, 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 on defense. Like, what are we Yo, you I swear. if that pick jumps? if that pick jumps?
0: It's going to jump. It's going to jump. I've, I've been telling people forever. It's going to jump.
1: Oh, my God. I I, <laughs> I want.
0: It's going to jump. Oh, I, my gosh. I wasn't. The place. pick is going to jump. They're going to give Luka some nice young talent to help him.
1: If they get Wemby. If they get Wemby. I
0: want the league investigated. I'm actually so serious, dog. That is hilarious. But yeah, I remember what I was going to say now. Knicks, all four starters with four plus assists, all five starters with four plus assists. That is, I don't think I can remember the last time like that ever happened with us. I don't know if that's a significant thing worth looking into, but it is very interesting. Also, almost everyone in the starting lineup except for Grimes had two-plus steals. So, that is also something very interesting. So, yeah. I mean, Knicks were on their shit with their passing and their defense. Um, It didn't look like that early on because the game looked like a shit show in the first half. Um, Kendrick Nunn splashing threes. Taj Gibson splashing threes. Corey, Corey Kispert with 20-plus points in the first half. Like, it was just a mess. It was a mess. Um, But the Knicks, they they found their rhythm in that third and fourth quarter and and, and closed it out. You know, that's what good teams do. They're able to just turn it on. Um, They're able to just turn it on and and do things like that. So, you know, the sign of a good team, the Knicks.
1: Yep. The Knicks, who are good.
0: Josh Hart with the weirdest game ever. Like, this was his, like, lowest scoring game since he got here, and it was without Julius and RJ. So, two points, six rebounds, three assists. He gave us a little scare early. Not early, but late in the game where he um,
1: where he turned
0: his ankle um, and went straight to the locker room. Got it re though, so he's good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really know where else to go with this game. I guess we can go to comments really, really soon or, like, yeah, now.
1: Yeah, like what else we got to really talk about? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, the next then, they just
0: you know, take care of business, clinched at home, um, versus a bad, depleted team. Yeah, um, and yeah, so make sure y'all, if y'all hear, keep the comments coming. Um, no ad reads anymore, everyone. We're free, we're free. Everyone's favorite part of the show is gone, so no one has to skip through this part on the podcast. You know, you can just listen straight through. yeah Yeah, no more ad reads no more tbpn as you can see new layout too um make sure y'all following us on the socials in the corners um and yeah all right first comment we got blood of the panta Obi good with minutes in a meaningful game who would have thought yeah i know um it is frustrating that he doesn't get to play more and i think it's just it's just a symptom of you know having a good team and like having someone like Julius Randle at starter, but there are those moments where you can dispel him for some extra minutes. I know Julius hasn't really been, I mean, he's played a lot of minutes this year, but like the minutes slowed, I feel like hasn't been that bad. Um, or as bad as it was that first year where he was playing like 40, 41, 42 minute, 44 minute games. It was just all like, all the, right.
1: Julius playing like ready. second halves, all the second halves. He was just like, yeah, I'm not playing OB top like, it was
0: rough Yeah, so it, it hasn't been that bad But, you know, it can be better for Obi It can be And I, I, hopefully this stretch shows um Shows Thibs that, you know He has someone that he can trust Um, Especially with Julius coming back off the injury I feel like that's a key factor in it Because, like If Obi's playing this well still You don't have to rush Julius into a heavy minutes load Game one, game two like, you can ease him into the flow of things. And in game three at home, perfect opportunity to bring, you know, Julius back into the full fold of things. And, you know, you can still give Obi those, 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 those minutes as well. So, it's just like, you know, you're hoping Thib sees something here and he's able to, you know, be flexible. But Thib's is only flexible when he's missing players, so.
1: It's the weirdest shit in the world. He doesn't to tie Lou when he doesn't have players available. It's wild. Like and it's got it's only Julius because when Ed Julius is there, like he just soaks up a lot of like Tibbs's creativity. But like when Julius isn't there, then like you see our um Josh Hart at the four, and you see us run small ball. But like when Julius is there, like our our pivots are like Sims. Pop. That was a rough rough ass time this season. But uh, ultimately speaking, like. Yeah, I do like the fact that we're able to see a lot of different looks with Julius out of the wrong rotation, and I feel like we wouldn't have had this had he not gotten injured, so blessing him curse of him being injured, hopefully he gets back soon and he's ready for game one. But, yeah, man, this team has a bunch of different looks to get to a bunch of different lineups and guys, again, a lot of versatility, a lot of um, dynamic players, so ultimately you hope that you could throw a bunch of different looks at the Cavs who do not have that flexibility, and I don't think anybody would really dispute that, so it just kind of feels like it's a matchup that plays really well to our strengths and really well to what our lineup can do. So you're hoping that he able to, um, he's able to leverage that when it matters.
0: Yeah. All right. David Goodman asks, are they better at handling the traps without Randall? Hmm. Um, I will say the I Knicks, they like are... That. Yeah, you can. Because, I mean, like, when, when Randall's there, the Knicks are forced to do a lot more of, like, feeding him in the post um, just by nature of the, the I guess, the scheme or whatever it is. But, like, they just feed him um, the ball, and he's not the best at handling um, that type of pressure in those moments of, of trapping. Like, he doesn't make those quick passes – like um, Brunson and quick were making to Obi, and Obi and Grimes were able to make those quick passes as well. Like the ball was flying a lot today. Like, um, yeah. and like that just doesn't happen with Julius and it's just a function. And, and like, that's something that Donovan Mitchell kind of referenced in his post game the other day, he was mentioning how like the style of play is much more different without Julius. Um, He was saying how like the Knicks, they're just like flying without Julius, but like he wasn't trying to make an indictment against Julius. He was just saying, you know, that's just, the way the style of play is um and that tends to happen when you're you're missing guys like the style of play of the team becomes more you know i guess aesthetically pleasing but like also it's just like it just it i mean that, that's just the fact of it but yeah um but yeah i would say they are better at handling traps out random just because the ball isn't sticking as much like they're forced to just like pass much more they're forced to move um, as well yes and they're forced to yes that's a that's because these these guys
1: can't create looks like a lot of these guys can't create looks like no disrespect to josh R, no disrespect to Hobie we but like those guys aren't self creators you're not asking them to okay we need you to like go up against the set defense create your own look and get a quality shot off like those those guys do not have the capability to do that so like if when julius is out it forces people to like move it forces people to like have to rotate it forces people to have to cover for other people trying to find those gaps in the defense so like it's a different way of handling it i think you could argue i do think that they're better at um at handling traps without randall because randall first of all you can't really trap randall like he can bulldoze through you and second of all like when randall usually gets the um the ball out of a trap he's either taking a shot or he's driving to the rim so like there's more options with um, with uh, lineup without Randall in it compared to a lineup with Randall in it, and they're both good, but like, they got different play, different play style, which makes sense.
0: Yep. Um. All right, let's see what other comments we have.
1: First of all, let me just talk about the embarrassment of a franchise that resides in Dallas, SBC, <laughs> because there's no way you should be losing to the Hawks one. 32 to 130, which means that they are in the tenth, they're in tenth right now. Like, have you no shame? No decorum? No pride for yourselves? Like, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving on the same team, and y'all are acting like y'all the damn Wizards. Like, losing to the Charlotte Hornets twice, we should have known. That's what we should have known, man. Oh my God, that team is absolutely garbage. And I love the fact that these like tax change, like these changes to the CBA are going to leave them mudded and done. Adam Silver, might goat, killed that franchise. Thank
0: you. He also killed a whole bunch of other things, too.
1: Whatever, but we still thriving out here. It. It's lit.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I guess we can talk about the CBA later, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we can. I haven't really... I, I've seen, like, a couple things, like, the one about, you know, the players being able to, you know, invest in betting companies, which is...
1: I need it, bro. I need the players where like FanDuel patches, like somebody got DraftKings, somebody got FanDuel, and they're like, oh, Jason Tatum's on FanDuel, Jalen Brown's on DraftKings. Can they coexist? <laughs> <laughs> I need it, dog. It's going to be.
0: I don't need it because I don't need these guys screwing up my parlays, all right?
1: They'd be like, like okay, need- look at my allies on FanDuel, look at my allies on DraftKings. Nah, I go hit it. I go going hit our DraftKings, but would hit hit our FanDuel, and they hit, like 11 points instead of when they should be hitting like 13.
0: You know it's, how gonna be, it's gonna be so nasty! Oh my gosh, what does this league come to? Uh, what does this league come to?
1: All I know is that when we win the in season tournament, I'm treating it like a chip. I want a parade. <laughs> I want us at the KD the heroes. I'll, I'll make the flight. In season
0: tournament, yeah, they really think players are gonna give a fuck about that. 500k, like you think players are really like they're gonna be putting teams are gonna be putting out bench players. Don't you right
1: is gonna cook, What you be that's half their salary.
0: oh my god tom
1: timiddle himself would be at the court for 500k what you talking about fam
0: tom timiddle is good This knicks contract is good
1: and he getting extended too it's crazy
0: speaking of dallas though um jordan bub says the thunder have a very hard schedule and the timberwolves keep dallas alive with a loss to tanking blazers
1: oh my god please just give me freedom all i need is 11 bro i'm not asking for much I'm not asking for much. I just need a. I'm I, telling it,
0: you, the pick is gonna jump.
1: Look, I, I, all I need is eleven, dog. I don't ask for much. I come to thee as a humble servant. Like you have to start praying on this spot. I'll start praying on this spot. I swear. Like, <sighs> Father God, please just eleven. Just and also the hilarious thing is, like eleven last year we seen as a death sentence, but eleven this year is like, oh my God, look at this lottery pick. We can do so many opportunities. Like, hilarious, dog. What if we just trade 11 for three first-round picks again?
0: I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs)
1: Let let Leon cook, bro. Let Leon cook.
0: (laughs) If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, David Goodman brings up give our best to Jeff. Yes, if you didn't know, if you saw, if you followed Jeff, he had a loss in his family, so he will not be on post game probably for the rest of the season and pop possibly the playoffs we don't know but yes we are giving our best to jeff um condolences to him and his family as they go through this time um but yeah he will not be here for the foreseeable future um let's get to the next comment this one's for you tyrese yo tyrese are you excited for the luca brunson reunion next year while rj is in dallas
1: keep the slob away from my team (laughs) i'm not taking the ball out daily brunson's hands for god
0: Yeah, Luka I mean, can't come to New York in that shape, man.
1: Nah, you better be. You better be built like Luther. Shout out to WrestleMania. Yes, I'm taking neck. Tat, I'm taking neck tat over the tribal stream, Jeff. Go. We we root for Cody Rhodes in this podcast. This is the Cody Rhodes podcast. Also, if you see me looking down' I'm looking at WrestleMania as we speak. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this oh the man. Hey, Jeff, I cashed two parlays today, man. I cashed, parlays. Yes, I cashed two parlays. Yes, I cashed two next parlays. Shout out, to, shout out to a friend in the group chat. He's put me on to this parlay that he was going to put in. And I altered it too. If you go on my page, if you go on my Twitter, if you follow me at fblsam Sam, at FBL underscore Sam. 51 minutes ago, I posted two parlays that cashed. You will see your boy is eating good this week. All right. So,
1: my yeah. man, he finally hit on a, a Knicks parlay, bro. It's out. We yo, it hit. took
0: all year, but we finally here.
1: We, cl- we, we, had, finally to here. Play- we had to clinch the We had to the playoffs for you to hit a Knicks parlay. That's wild. <laughs> Better late than never. We'll take it.
0: I will take it, especially if it, gets, if it nets me over one k. Like, I'm good.
1: All right, bro. All right, Mr. Muddy Bags. All right, <laughs> my man out here is We see the we see the fits. <laughs> be walking out with AJ once for no reason. Can <laughs> be teaching the <laughs> easy
0: Chill. I actually do. I actually do. I actually do. <laughs> it's not. It's not the. It's. It's, 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 it's all about comfort when you're teaching, man. I'm telling you that right no, now.
1: I, I get it. I get it. I get
0: it. <laughs> it's all about comfort.
1: I be walking around in the Crocs. I, man, I, I don't know, exactly. I'm just, I'm just basic, bro. I didn't realize you was out here with the comfort, comfort. Yep. Maybe switch it be- from. He be he be at lunch switching from Ultra
0: Boost to uh, all right to Cloud Force. I like, guess it's crazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, look at the Knicks winning by like whatever many points. What yeah, about- got us to win <laughs> on this post game? Like, like, we already talked about the playoff matchup against Cleveland. We already talked
1: about yeah. The game. I mean, like,
0: there's not much really to talk about. I mean, I guess we can talk about the Pacers matchup, but like, Pacers. Who's gonna play for the Pacers? Like, I feel like. We don't- like they're missing Miles Turner, Chris Duarte, Tyrese Tyler Halliburton. like those guys have all been out the last couple of games. Like I just feel like um I just feel like like that game is it's gonna end up probably like this one, maybe, but like it could also end up with us like absolutely like blowing the roof off from them um from the beginning.
1: Um, I mean, okay. Okay. and
0: as I speak, the Cavs are beating Cavs are getting beat by the Pacers. Nice. Are
1: they actually playing people? Who, the Cavs? Yeah, okay. The Cla- no the Cavs are actually playing Donovan and Darius Garland. Okay, yeah, we're beating them in five. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the Pacers, they're out there with Nemhard, Matherin, Jackson, Nuora, and Niesmith.
1: Yeah, so the same lineup they played us against on Friday. And they are getting their they're getting their duties rocked. All right.
0: Well not really. They're only up. I mean the Pacers only up by se- seven, so
1: the Pacers being up by seven, running out that lineup is getting your duties rocked.
0: I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean I guess that's 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 like something for us to be, I guess, alert of. Like they're not gonna like just roll over and die. I mean, I don't expect any team to roll over and die in the league, really. But um, yeah, I guess like, you know, Pacers any team, I mean, we're not playing an MSG, so there's not the MSG boost. Um so that's one thing that we have to like not worry about. But you know.
1: Yeah, I just Oh man, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. The the Cavs. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about the Cavs soon. But like, yeah, it, it's my comfort level is me sleeping with the fan on high with a blanket on. <laughs> like they they are not they're not moving me. I'm sorry. uh <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Grimes was, like, over 20.5 points. That was stupid to me. I'm like, there was no way that the line is that low.
0: Without RJ and without, like, um, Like, Randall, the way we we know Thibs to play guys, even if it's a blowout, like, dudes were in with, like, dudes were in the whole game. They were in the whole game. Like, even when the game was, like, comfortably out of reach. It it was, like, 10. It was 10
1: of, like, a minute and a half left. And, like, you see Brunswick. The Wizards emptied their
0: bench, too and, like, the guys were still out there. Dibs is a parlay respecter. First team, parlay respecter. He's respect. a parlay respecter. Dibs like, will yeah. make sure all these guys will get their numbers. So if you bet on the Knicks, just, like, you know, even if it's a blowout, you still got a chance. Yeah, like... You still got a chance. He said, he told Brunson,
1: like, I rest, you to the fourth quarter. You're going to play. Like... Tom Libido, what what a guy, man! Like we could talk about his coaching and we could talk about his lack of adjustments, but that one one thing that man will do is get people paid. Shout out to Lou all Dang. Shout out to my bank account. Um. Shout out to Emmanuel quickly six man of the year. Oz. we couldn't do it without you.
0: That's a fact. That is dude, a fact. Dude, Vegas must be heated. Like that's gonna be the that's, worst. That's a, that's about to be another cash in my bets right there. As soon as May, I, I know they announced the awards in like May or whatever. Just waiting for that.
1: they I think they're announcing before the playoffs. They um, are, like, yeah, usually before the playoffs or like. Mm, until like I know, I know, season six man of the year
0: was announced last year. I think around May. Nah,
1: nah. It
0: wasn't, or was it? It, it was announced sooner. It was announced sooner. Let me see. Hold on.
1: I'll find the um, official report. So I'm pretty sure it was like early.
0: Yeah. Uh. Let me mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was May. Well, yeah, they announced the awards mad late last year. I don't know was- why. Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay, so I guess quickly's gonna win it. How?
0: I wonder how many first place. It's just a matter of, of
1: one. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he only got like.
0: 70 first-place votes. Go, there! Let's go! All right.
1: Bro.
0: All right, we have a right. question about actual basketball. <laughs> Menno F asked, after his comments, um, do y'all think IQ might start next season at the 2? Um, what comments would this be?
1: It's like when he talked about what Jake Fisher, and he was like, I want to be a starting point guard. Mm. i just can't see it i can't
0: see it because like dibs one size of the two right
1: yeah this one size of the two like the only way that works is if you bench rj and that's not happening while rj's on this team so like you you like because then it would be iq and grimes and grimes has a little it lacks height but he's able to cover on my at he's able to cover him a bit but Yeah, I just, I can't see a world where IQ is starting because then it means, like, unless you're trusting Grimes to be, like, that sixth man. I just can't see
0: it. I just hope, you know, he doesn't fall.
1: If we get get OG and Anobi, that's different.
0: (laughs) I just hope hope IQ doesn't fall off a cliff like everyone else that got paid after, you know, their explosive seasons last year. Damn, bro, why are you being a hater right now? I'm not being a hater. I'm just, like, trying to, like, you know... Like, you know, Tyler Hero, he hasn't been, you know, Tyler Hero of last year. Um, (laughs) Jordan Poole has been inconsistent as hell. RJ got paid and look what happened. Like, I'm just saying a lot of guys that got paid last offseason after good seasons. Just saying like pumpkins this year. I'm just hoping IQ doesn't follow suit, but that boy be grinding and he'd be working with the right people. So, you know,
1: he'd be grinding and he'd be in the
0: chapel. He's good. He's good. um jl says it was cool to see that forney is still elite at killing lineups respect (laughs) oh man yeah um thankfully they didn't go on too long like he just had some plays like the offensive foul the the turnover where he threw the ball and then denny tipped it and then he got crossed by delon Wright. um after as he was trying to reach for it like He just had a nasty, nasty stretch of basketball, Um, and I knew he was going to play today because, like, no Randall, no RJ. Like, someone has to take that ninth man spot, and it's almost always him. Yeah,
1: and Derrick Rose is
0: honestly He's he's sick. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. What else do we talk about? (laughs) There's not like. I'm
1: telling you, we probably have to talk about the the,
0: the CBA stuff, because, like, we got nothing else, really. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's talk about the CBA and how to fix the Knicks, because I am not a cap guy. I am not a CBA guy. Tyrese, this is more your lane. I don't know if you want to take over here.
1: Yeah, okay, so, like, the big things are the non-max extensions being able to go to five years instead of four. So the Knicks this offseason can approach quickly, with like, five years, $120 million, $125 million. And I could probably keep them which is huge. So that I means he'd be tied to the franchise for the next six years, which is really, really good. Um, all things considered. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks do something like that. Um, I think another big thing is like the lack of a taxpayer mid-level exception. So essentially like when the Knicks are a taxpaying team, if they're above the second apron. So there's a first apron where it's like you're a tax team and then there's a $17.5 million above that, where at that point you won't be able to trade first round pick, seven years into the future, Um, you won't be able to... I think it was, like, trade cash. So, like, you can't just, like, trade cash for a second round pick. You'd have to, like, give up draft rights or something. Which is good, because we have, like, 17 different draft rights. Brock Aller has planned out all this shit, by the way. Um, So, like, you can't give up cash. You can't give up um, first round pick, seven years into the future. So, like... I think you can essentially only trade three of your first round picks instead of four, which is wild. That is wild. Um, but it benefits the Knicks because the Knicks aren't a taxpaying team at the moment. Um, and it also means that like guys who signed on that middle-level exception for taxpaying teams, essentially what happens is is like now they're probably gonna be available. And the Knicks are probably going to be in that market now because, like, the ring chasers can't sign them unless you're signing them to like minimum deals. So you're giving up like five million dollars on average, if I'm doing my math correctly. So you're giving up five million dollars to go ring chase. Uh, they also can't get buyout guys. That's a wild change. I don't understand why that happened. So I guess it means you you have to invest more into like on The guys dudes. that
0: you got, yep. you got already. I mean, buyout guys haven't really changed the the scope of things. Um, but like, mm-hmm. they would
1: like for example the Clippers wouldn't be able to sign Westbrook true so like that I mean that's probably the biggest buyout guy but like yeah that is such a drastic change for the league and it kind of feels like the league basically ganged up with the Clippers and Warriors and were like yeah you can't do this but which is dumb but like yeah I don't know I think it affects it doesn't really affect the Knicks right now because the Knicks aren't attacking but KD. it will it will but I also feel like the Knicks have drafted well enough and can find the value on the margins to where like this won't matter as much. There's also a big thing where it's like the tax level is going up with the cap, so that's huge. Because it means I don't think we're a tax team this year. I was thinking that we'd like be towing the line if the cap goes up the way I think the cap might go up, which is, I think it'll be around like I forget the number at the top of my head, but I feel like it's gonna be a little bit higher now because they're factoring more revenue. I forget what stream of revenue it is, but they're factoring more revenue, and the tax level is going to be like 10% or something like a fixed number. So that's huge. Um, so we're, I don't think we'll be a tax paying team for the foreseeable future, actually. Like, I think we'll be in a really good spot, even with uh, um, Hearts and IQ's extension. And the, um, the, ta- the mid level exception for non tax paying teams. Is going to be even higher than it usually is. So that's probably like a $13 million contract, maybe $14 million. So like you can get a legitimate guy with your um mid-level mm-hmm. exception. So like you look at guys who make $15 million in the league right now, you're looking at like uh Boyan like that level of player, or Bogdan sorry. But like that level of players that guys you could probably be signing this off season. Like if you're the Knicks, you could potentially look at, like, not saying you should do it, not saying you should do it before anybody tries to aggregate me or anything like that, but, like, a J Crowder would probably be getting that kind of money, which is immoral and wrong, but, like, J Crowder probably will be getting, like, 12 to $15 million, and that's, like, the baseline of player that you're probably getting with the increased mid-level exception. Uh, another two-way as well, huge... So, like, second-round picks that the team doesn't want. You can probably just keep them going to 2A, more spots for more players in the league. Always, always a good thing. Like Otherwise, it's like all-NBA voting is going to be 65 games minimum. MVP, all the major awards, 65 games minimum. So, Julius Randle is going to be making all-NBA teams. You're muted, Sam. you muted.
0: They changed the mute buttons on here. I don't know why. <laughs> Command D. But anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's good for our iron men. Um, like Julius. Um, I don't know if Brunson would qualify. Yeah. So yeah, it's good for our guys. Our guys are always healthy, so they'll be getting tons yeah. of awards like um but yeah, them and Kevon Looney and McCall Bridges apparently. And, like From never miss games.
1: First team is gonna be Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, McCall Bridges, Kevon Looney, and like I don't know, throw RJ in there. This so is like. Ah oh man. Poor LeBron is never gonna make a never gonna make an olympic team again. It's over. The dynasty is done. Um, but yeah. It was a like CJ McConnell got rinsed in negotiations.
0: That it's NBA like, PA team is awful. Awful. Yeah, they, got, they got absolutely great. cleaned.
1: Grant Williams, CJ McCullough, and, and like Jaron Jackson Unity. Now you know you got nobody who know how to win on that team. Like Chris Paul wouldn't have done this to us. Chris Paul and Axel, but he at least would have gave us some damn. The players were at least when they got signed back in return, but they can listen. They can smoke weed now.
0: Woohoo! Just... I guess like like they weren't doing it already.
1: They can smoke weed and they can better fan do. So like yeah, it was just
0: they can be your average, you know, average guy on the on the block. That's what they can be now.
1: Yeah, they are just on Twitter. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, it was. I think it's definitely being a little bit like overrated. Um, I do feel like ultimately, like I think people were like, "Oh, how are you going to hit the all t- oh, the player, like player move? Like players can still move." I think the league just wants parity. I think this is a bad way to do it, but I feel like the league ultimately wants parity. And it makes front offices have to make the tougher decisions. Like, can you afford to extend this player or do you need to move them or so on and so forth? But I think it will just like, be like, okay, if you draft well and you develop guys and you find market inefficiencies, you'll be a good team. And I feel like the Knicks do that, so I'm not really too worried about it. It also helps when Julius and Jalen have like, two of the five best contracts in the league. So, yeah, I think the Knicks will be fine, ultimately. I am looking to see, like, that tax level, and I am looking to see, like, that middle-up exception, because I feel like both might be used this year, which I would probably do. Like, just sign a guy. Like, just sign a guy, because, like, you might as well, because you won't have it. You won't have access to it maybe next year, but, like, just sign a guy. Especially if you don't get a pick this year. Hmm. Which is a very real possibility because the Mavs are an unserious franchise.
0: Garbage-ass team, yo. God, bro. got You got a dude from Nike
1: working up there talking about, oh, yeah, let him cook, bro. Mark Cuban needs to stick his ass on Shark Tank and not come back to make an NBA team. Mark Damn.
0: Cuban got absolutely roasted by the Strickland official Twitter account, by the way. If y'all didn't see. Absolutely so mo- roasted them. Roasted shout him,
1: shout out to Zach, dude.
0: Zach and Stacy, shout out to them. God,
1: man. Ah, oh, that was a good tweet. That was a good tweet. Uh, yeah, what else is there to really talk about? The next are good.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing else to talk about is the new Immaculate Brunson collection here at the Strickland merch shop. Um, as Jalen Brunson continues to amaze, amaze us. Um, why not celebrate by copping some Jalen Brunson t-shirts? These these shirts and hoodies, they're absolutely fire. Um, with the Jalen Brunson sunglasses motif on it. Um, shout out to our guys that are working endlessly on merch ideas. I'm sure a Quickland merch will come by soon. Um Next game for the Knicks is versus the Pacers on Wednesday. So the Knicks get, what is it, two days rest? That's yep. pretty good for me. I don't have to talk at night for two straight days Back. after teaching. So that is excellent for me. we go to bed. Um, I'm going to bed early, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> no one's seeing me past, like, 10 p.m., um, especially with spring break coming up. Um, I definitely want to get all the rest I can. Um but yeah, Knicks will be back on Wednesday playing the Pacers, the shorthanded Pacers probably, or maybe all their guys will be magically healthy versus the Knicks as all teams seem to do. Um except for the Wizards today that 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 streak ended of guys getting healthy versus us. But um we will see you guys back on Wednesday after the Knicks play the Pacers. Um Yeah, make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. We're on our way to 1K subs. We just recently passed 700, and we are very close to hitting 800 subs. So definitely make sure y'all sub and like. Um, Check out everything Strickland related in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. All great ways to support us, all great ways to follow along with the strickland content we also on instagram as you see on the bottom corner of your screen at the strick dot land on twitter make sure you guys i mean not on twitter but on instagram so make sure you follow us there um make sure you check out all the new merch we got new stuff as i just mentioned the jalen brunson collection um and yeah see you on wednesday enjoy the next two days peace